As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. And you're on right now with Jim Dawes. Broadcasting to the Jack Hole Nation on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. And bringing in the news behind the news. The story behind the story. Here to convince you that reality is usually scoffed at. And illusion is usually king. We're live on iHeartRadio. And available on demand on your favorite podcast directories. Follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes. I love to hear from listeners. Shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com. Or you can call or text the vent line and raise hell at 772-245-0750. That number again is 772-245-0750. Well, I'm coming to you from the road today. I'm visiting my sainted mother uh, on at Lake Lanier at the foothills of the North Georgia mountains. And uh, if the production values aren't up to snuff on today's show and the rest of this week's show, you'll know why. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm producing the show off the laptop, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Been running back and forth to the, uh, to the Best Buys getting uh, missing electronic components. But, uh, man, we're coming into the home stretch on this election. Joe Biden has called a lid. He's not going to go. He's not going to venture out from his basement for the rest of the campaign. The last week of a presidential campaign, he's going to lock down. And uh, we'll get to a little of why that is later in the show. But the big news is uh, the 60 Minutes interview last night. I wasn't able to watch it live, but uh, I did see Leslie Stahl's interview of Donald Trump, uh, the president released it early uh, so that, uh, you know, they couldn't selectively edit and to, to show just how obtuse that's uh, when you pretend you don't know something that you do. The modern term is gaslighting. Uh, they try to uh, deny reality and, uh, and forward a, a totally bogus narrative. Uh, she was busy doing that. Here's a little bit of what it sounded like. I wish you would interview Joe Biden like you interview me. It would be so good. You know what? You the, like this, the, I thought. I thought you I liked don't mind it. I don't mind it. But when I watch him walk out of his store, and he's walking with a ice cream, and the question the media asks him, what kind of ice cream, what flavor ice cream do you have? <laughs> and he's in the midst of a scandal. He's not. And he's taking... He's not. Of course not. he is, no. Leslie. Come on. Of course he is. It's the biggest... Second biggest scandal. So, the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign, There's Leslie. no e real evidence of that. Of course there is. No. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. Is she serious? That's there's no real evidence of that. 
It's all over Hunter Biden's laptop that's in possession of the FBI and it's being leaked all over social media. There's no real evidence of that. No. This is 60 Minutes. We're not allowed to report on unverified things. And oh, by the way, in this modern version of 60 Minutes, we don't bother to go and try to verify things because it doesn't fit with our agenda. And we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spy. <laughs> She's working for CBS News. We can't verify it. They're not trying to verify it. They don't want it to be true. They don't want it to report on it. They're sticking their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 la. <laughs> I mean, how embarrassing. This is 60 Minutes. Used to pride themselves on deep, hard-hitting reporting, playing no favorites. Now they've always played favorites, but they've never, ever ignored such a mass, massive Scandal. The president says it's the second largest. I think it may be the largest. You've got the vice president of the United States taking payoffs through his family. Hunter Biden was his bag man. Oh, I've released my tax returns. You don't see anything in there, do you? No. Hunter Biden emails show exactly how this bag man organized crime enterprise that the Bidens engaged in worked. He would take the payoffs and then he would pay for everything for the whole family. And he had put his, uh, he had, he had reserved half of his, his bribes for his dad and his dad would buy stuff, you know, to live a lavish lifestyle. I think at last count, he's got five mansions at his disposal and Hunter would, uh, stroke the check for that. Leslie Stahl, no, no. Item my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign. They got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to no. put it on the air. No, as a matter of fact, no. I don't. No, no, I don't know that. Don't say it. Stop. And that's why the president released the uh, the tape from this early because he knew all of that would have been edited out if if he hadn't released it himself. So he put them on the spot and made Leslie Stahl look like an utter buffoon. They interviewed Joe Biden as well, and uh, to her credit, Nora O'Donnell ever so gently brought up the issue of Hunter's emails. Okay, uh, Mr. Biden, if I can. Sure. Uh, questions of controversy continues to tell you about Hunter Biden, your son's... Uh, there is no controversy about my son. It's all a lie. It's a flat lie because the president has nothing else to run on. If you notice, and while American people are talking about what's happening to their families, he has no plan. In the debate, he has no plan. Everything from the Wall Street Journal, every other major news outlet has said what he's saying is simply not true about my son. But it's, it's classic Trump. Classic Trump. <laughs> Well, that wasn't Nora O'Donnell. That was uh, that was probably the reason he called the lid. He gave a uh, uh, an interview for, to I think it was to a local station. They can't uh, they can't hold back the local stations because those people are uh, are ambitious and you know they want to make their chops when they have a chance to talk to the vice president. And uh, you know that's that's Joe Biden's go to line. It's it's simply not true. Everybody has said. 
that this is not true. I'm looking for this Nora O'Donnell clip. Uh, I guess I didn't cut it. Nora O'Donnell, you know, just uh, brought it up very gently. And then he said, oh, it's uh, Russian disinformation. And then she dropped it. But Joe's hunkered down in his basement. He's going to stay there for the remainder of the campaign. Never seen anything like this in uh, presidential history. The reason, of course, is because he's been doing these uh, these drive-in rallies where his uh, his supporters are showing up, a handful of them, maybe, you know, 30 or 40 cars, and uh, they're supposed to honk their horn instead of clapping. The problem is that these uh, these drive-in rallies, both the ones that Biden's given and the one that Barack Obama gave in Philadelphia, uh, have been being crashed by Trump supporters. They, they don't have any way to organize this. They just open the gates and the cars pour in, and... Uh, after they get in, the uh, the Trump supporters are setting up their flags and honking through the whole thing. Joe Biden called them a bunch of chumps. <laughs> Said, uh, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. He, he took a lot of heat when he called them chumps. And so, uh, so now he's taken to calling them smart guys. If uh, if there are any wise guys, it's the it's the Biden crime family. Uh, I don't know if you've been following Rudy Giuliani's online post, but he's you know making the case from a formal federal prosecutor that all of this is racketeering. It's uh, it's it would all come under prosecutions under the RICO statutes, and now that they've got Tony Bobolinsky, what a name, Bobaloo. Tony Bobolinsky out there that was, you know, uh, uh, on the thread of all of these emails saying that, yeah, the big guy is Joe Biden. <laughs> There's no doubt about this. Leslie Stahl. No, 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 don't say it. We can't say that. It's not verified. Well, what have you done to verify it, Leslie? Send a reporter out there to camp out in Hunter Biden's front yard and ask him, are these your emails? This is not complicated. You, they 60 Minutes had Joe Biden on their set. You think you might have wanted to ask him, are you the big guy? Ask him some specific questions that, you know, are, are flashing like a giant neon sign on the top of a hill. Were you part of, did you have this dinner with Tony Bobolinsky? Are you the big guy? Was Hunter Biden um, paying for everything for your family and reserving half of his graft and corruption for you? Some specific questions. No, no, we we don't verify that. We're going to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Dang it, Chris. Hurry up and open that door and get over here and help me. This cooler's getting heavy. Well, um, yeah, I, I can give you a hand, uh, but I, I locked the keys in the bunker. 
Dang it, Chris. We have to do off track in an hour. How are we going to get in there now? Relax. I got a new lock we can install later, but right now we need a battering ram. Hey, I know. Let's use the cat cooler as a battering ram. It certainly is rugged, but I don't think it's made for taking down steel reinforced doors. Man, relax. The thing can take 2,500 pounds of concrete with only minor scratches. We can definitely open the door with it. Rusty, grab the other side. All right. Well, we need a new door, but the cooler's good. Let's get to the studio. Get your cat cooler today at catcoolers.com. That's catcoolers.com. Cat Coolers does not approve of their product for use as a battering ram and cannot recommend you use it in any breaking and entering scenario, but it worked and it was fun. No coolers were harmed in the production of this ad, but the door is a total loss. Also, don't use it for smuggling a cat into New Mexico as it's against the law. Yeah, if you haven't got your cat cooler, you need to uh, get that. Don't, uh, don't pay these ridiculous prices for the other top-of-the-line cooler. Uh, get yourself a cat cooler, <laughs> carry your concrete in it. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, I am going to pick up another for my uh, my new jet ski. I'm converting it to a fishing rig, and uh, we're going to try that uh, for a little bit. So Joe Biden has called a lid for the rest of the campaign. Might have had something to do with quotes that he's been making lately like this. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, <laughs> Trump gets elected. Uh, oh, he thinks he's running against George W. Bush. Oh, my God. Uh, Jill's sitting b- beside him there. You know, they've uh, they've taken to sitting them beside each other so that she can try to uh, keep him on track. Thinks he's running against George Bush. Here's a here's a clip of uh, Nora O'Donnell uh, asking Joe Biden, what's up with this court packing scheme that the Democrats have got going? Elected, what I will do is I'll put together a national commission of bipartisan commission of scholars, constitutional scholars, Democrats, Republicans, liberal, conservative. And I will uh, ask them to over uh, 180 days come back to me with recommendations as to how to uh, reform the court system because it's getting out of whack um, the way in which it's being handled. When he says it's getting out of whack, what he means is there's too many conservatives on there. Uh, Donald Trump, in four years of office, has uh, appointed the second highest number of appellate court judges of any president in history. And uh, now with the uh, confirmation of Amy Comey Barrett that's coming tonight, he... uh, He's going to have three Supreme Court picks. So the Democrats, who count on the courts to enact their legislative agenda because either they can't do it themselves, uh, can't get the votes, or they dare not do it themselves because they know they'll get voted out if they do. They've got to figure out a way to, to get that uh, judiciary back on, uh, on the Democrat playbook. And it's not about court packing. There's a number of other things that our constitutional scholars have debated, and I'd look to see what recommendations that commission might make. Well, you can bet that recommendation will have a majority of Democrats on there. They'll they'll put some Republicans on there, you know, and they'll they'll object to what's going on, but they won't have the power to stop it. Here's another one of uh, Biden's famous quotes that you've probably seen online by now. That, uh, that prompted him to uh, run back to his hidey hole for the rest of the campaign. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administ- the President Obama's administration before this, 
We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Well, that's interesting. They have. I mean, the, the voter fraud in this election is going to be unprecedented. You, you got millions of ballots sloshing around these blue states, packing up in the, in the breezeways of apartment buildings, showing up at Democrat voters' houses, four and five, anybody who has ever lived there, based entirely on these, um, these ragged voter rolls. You know, I've, uh, I've lived in a few states in my life and been registered to vote there. I've never canceled a voter registration when I've moved. In these blue states, they love the opportunity to, uh, to cast a vote for people who haven't cast a vote in several cycles. And uh, with John Roberts' capitulation on the voter fraud that's going on in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is going to be a Trump is going to have to have a massive margin there to overcome the vote fraud that's going to come out of Philadelphia on top of what now the Democrat uh, Supreme Court has authorized. They're going to keep counting ballots until Joe Biden wins. Here's an interesting uh, development from the Biden campaign. You know, they've been hammering him, on, or uh, hammering him, not uh, hammering him with a feather. Uh, they've been asking him about, you know, will you mandate masks? Will you mandate masks? Because he keeps trying to criticize Donald Trump supporters for showing up at these rallies, many of whom are not wearing masks. So they want to make an issue of that. And here's Biden's reply. First, I'll go to every governor urge them to mandate mask wearing in their states. And if they refuse, I'll go to the mayors and county executives and get local masking requirements in place nationwide. As president, I'll mandate mask wearing in all federal buildings and all interstate transportation. Oh, so <laughs> Joe's going to make us wear a mask while we're driving on the interstate. <laughs> when you see somebody driving down the road in a car by themselves wearing a mask, what is the thought that comes to your mind? <laughs> Idiot. I see people um, riding uh, down bike trails where I live. Nobody within a half mile of them wearing their mask, breathing back in the CO2 that they exhale. Do they, I mean, they've been so scared so terrified or terrorized by the Democrats, I think it's uh, it, it's probably going to not play in their favor on election day because a lot of their voters are going to be so scared that uh, they won't even go to the polls. You know, normally uh, Democrat mail-in uh, ballots outnumber Republicans uh, pretty big on. Uh, on the run-up to the election. And then the Republicans turn out, and they usually uh, overcome the lead that the Democrats have put forward. Interesting thing is happening here in Florida and North Carolina and Michigan and several other states. 
the Republicans are uh, staying neck and neck with the Democrats in the early voting, the mail-in voting. I don't know how many of those Republicans, uh, you know, will not show up on uh, the polls because they've elected, uh, they voted early. But if history is any judge, the Democrats are uh, in, in tough shape because they've only got like one or two point leads. They normally have 10 or 12, 14 point leads. So that's going to be something interesting to watch. <laughs> Here's a new Biden ad out. They're, uh, they're trying to drive their, uh, their black support to the polls. The Democrat Party is premised, organized around the ability to, to get at least 90% of the black vote in order to be a viable national party. And uh, Trump's been very effective at uh, picking off large segments of uh, black men who aren't buying into this, uh, you know, Trump's a Nazi narrative that they've got going. So they're uh, they're going to try to make up the difference by uh, by driving the black female vote to the polls. This president has a lot to say about black women. He's called us low IQ, unhinged, and crazy. Compared us to a doll, told us to go back to where we came from, and that some of us come from whole countries. Uh, uh, uh. Well, he wasn't talking about uh, black women. He was talking about individual. He, uh, uh, some of those quotes come from his uh, reference to AOC, not AOC, uh, Ilhan Omar said uh, she ought to go back where she came from, and she most certainly should. Her her uh, politics are completely incompatible with the free people. Uh, he he uh, the the ad mentions calling women dogs. I think that was a reference to Rosie O'Donnell. So now, you know, anything he says about any black woman or any woman. Biden's going to try to mine uh, to uh, to drive the black female vote. You know, uh, I don't know what else to say about that. But you know, Trump talks about everybody. He's a he's an equal opportunity offender. But they're gonna they're gonna try to drive resentment uh, by black women to to get them out. And Joe Biden does have a problem, you know that uh, that famous quote where he said, uh, "If you're not voting for me, you ain't black." Let me see if I can find that clip. I'm sorry about. Uh, I'm going to get used to this new setup here. Uh, here. Here we go. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. You got. Oh man. Chelsea Handler, the uh, the repugnant Chelsea Handler was on one of the late night shows. I think she was on with Steve Colbert, and she uh, she did her own little version of that, referencing uh, Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent says he's going to vote for Trump because he doesn't want to be Twenty Cent. You heard about my ex boyfriend, right? Fifty Cent and his support of. Of, of uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, what's going on between you? I, I saw your tweets and I go, wait, what's happening? Because you said he was your favorite ex-boyfriend and then he, what does he do? He's supporting Trump? 
He says he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes, which, by the way, isn't a plan of Joe Biden's. Actually, it is a plan of Joe Biden's. It was a it was from a uh, Wall Street Journal analysis that uh, residents of these high-tax states like California and New York and Illinois and others will end up paying uh, between, uh, you know, all of the increase in income taxes and property taxes and and uh, payroll taxes. They're going to be paying sixty-two percent. They're going to they're going to be left with thirty-eight percent of what they earn so what that would make uh that would make 50 cent 38 cent not 20 cent that's that's a lie so he doesn't want to pay 62 percent of taxes because he doesn't want to go from being 50 cent to 20 cent (laughs) and i and i had to remind him that he was a black person so he can't vote for Donald Trump and that he shouldn't be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him. Oh, Chelsea Handler had to remind 50 Cent that he's a black person. So he can't vote for Donald Trump. The same thing that Joe Biden said. If you ain't vote for me, you ain't black. I don't think that's going to be received too well. But maybe the angry black vote will drag old Joe over the line. Black female vote. We're going to run out to a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about this confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett tonight. And we'll talk about um, Joy Reid on MSNBC saying, Black Lives Matter doesn't advocate violence against cops right after these messages. On Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Stick with us. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. At Zenny, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men, so you save. At Zenny, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. It is really amazing to watch what's become of the American news media, ignoring probably the biggest political scandal in history. I don't think there has ever been uh, solid physical evidence that a vice president has sold out his office in exchange for shaping foreign policy for this country. Every place that Joe Biden was point man, 
the Ukraine, Iraq, China. His family was always on the ball. They were Johnny on the spot. They're collecting big consulting fees and contracts. And in almost every case, Joe Biden failed utterly to protect the interests of the American people. Do you think those are just coincidental? Maybe Joe Biden is just uh, completely incompetent. But you know, he was supposed to go over there and uh, uh, get China to lower its tariffs so that American workers could compete on a more even playing field with Chinese manufacturers. Instead, he takes Hunter Biden along on Air Force Two. And uh, the, the trip lasted about a week. Nobody knows where Hunter Biden was, but apparently he had time to meet with the the Bank of China, which is owned by the Communist Party, and, uh, and get a $1.5 billion investment. That was at the same time when Joe Biden was totally unable to get China to, uh, you know, reform any of their predatory trade practices or stop being aggressive in the South China Sea. But the Biden clan made out quite nicely. That $1.5 billion investment will throw off 2% in investment fees every year. What's that? Three, thirty million dollars. And according to these emails that we see now, uh, old Joe is going to get about half of that. And this is not a complicated graft. This is the graph that's as old as uh, organized crime itself. Hunter Biden was acting as Joe Biden's bag man. No, it's not going to show up on Joe Biden's tax returns. Of course not. But I'd like to see the uh, the the uh, the deeds on some of these mansions that Joe Biden bought over the years, because he certainly never could have afforded that on a senator's salary. These are basic questions. Nora O'Donnell had. What, uh, I guess it was a 40-minute interview after it was, um, well, it was cut down to probably 30 minutes or less. But she had a, an hour to sit down with him before edits to ask him that question. How, did, how much do you want to bet that uh, Joe Biden was uh, able to set some ground rules before he came on there? These questions are off limits. And it's just Russian information. Once I answer that it's Russian disinformation and nobody has ever said that Joe Biden is a crook. You've got to move on. Here's a, a clip with a caller to C-SPAN pointing out the absurdity of all this. We will hear from Dave in California, an undecided uh, voter. Hello. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. <clears throat> um. You know, it, it, it shouldn't take a genius to figure out why Joe Biden's son, Hunter, was being paid millions of dollars by foreign governments, foreign companies at the time when his father was overseeing our government's policies towards those countries. You know, to me, the real scandal regarding this uh, story that the New York Post broke isn't so much that Joe Biden 
used his public office to enrich himself and his family. I mean, graft is as old as politics. But to me, the scandal is the extent to which the media and even social media have sought to suppress this story in order to influence the outcome of the upcoming election. You know, I don't see how the media ever comes back from this. I mean, uh, the legacy media has totally uh, just exposed itself as willing to do anything to uh, pursue the political agenda of their organizations and, and their owners, the big corporate titans in this country who want to get back to the way things used to be done where they could buy off politicians and uh, the politicians would dutifully deliver legislation that would allow them to continue to sell out the interests of this country. Over the weekend, uh, I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but over the weekend, um, a, uh, a Chinese internet outlet said to be owned by the same uh, Chinese dissident, the guy that... Uh, is hated by the China Chinese Communist Party, but he's a, he's a Chinese national, the same guy that uh, owns the yacht that that uh, Steve Bannon was arrested on. He put out one of these uh, these sex tapes from Hunter Biden's hard drives, hard drives, and uh, you talk about. <laughs> I watched it. I'm ashamed to say I watched it. Uh, click through. I wish I could uh, delete it from my mind, but uh, you talk about a thoroughly debased human being. Shows Hunter Hunter Biden laying on a bed, smoking off a crack pipe while he's got a a hooker giving him a foot job, and he's uh, he's lubing down her feet so she can give him a foot job. You gotta wonder what kind of man that uh, has a, a a naked woman in his bed apparently willing to do just about anything decides that you know what I really want is a foot job in the in the uh, smorgasbord of erotic delights that is a woman's body I don't know if the feet are where a normal man would uh, would want to go while all of this corruption and degeneracy in the Biden family is coming out you got Joe Biden out there on the campaign trail saying things like this. America was an idea, an idea. We hold these truths to be self-evident. You know, we've the never thing. lived up to it, but we've never walked away from it before. And I just think we have to be more honest and let our kids know as we raise them what actually did happen. Acknowledge our mistakes so we don't repeat them. We acknowledge our mistakes constantly. That's pretty much what all our kids learn. In, uh, in primary school and at college are the the shortcomings of this nation. It's entirely uh, surplanted all patriotic uh, uh, education that we used to have. The social justice issues have pushed out coverage of our founding, of our civil war, of our uh, victories in the world wars. It's a constant drumbeat, and that's why you have these social justice warriors being pumped out of our higher, our institutions of higher education, looking, scanning the horizon for something that they can 
validate uh, and redeem their character. And, the, you know, this has resulted in this Black Lives Matter movement where they've, they've ginned up this false narrative that there's an epidemic of police misconduct and that uh, cops are shooting random black people down in the streets all the time. Totally ignoring the actual evidence in 2019, the last year they had records, there was only nine shootings of unarmed black men, and in six of those cases, well, I guess in three of those cases, the uh, the perpetrator was trying to take the officer's gun. In a couple of others, they were trying to run the cop down with a car. And in the, uh, the few cases where there was actual police misconduct, those police officers were uh, were tried and um, and gone and put through the criminal justice system. When you when you account for the millions of interactions that cops go through every year, that is a tiny tiny handful. But they've got to have something to justify their uh, their social justice virtue, and so they're out there on the streets. And it sounds something like this. Oh, that doesn't happen, says Joy Reid over at MSNBC. Black Lives Matter has, uh, well, I'll let you listen to it. Pigs in a blanket line. There was an offshoot separate group of people. Nobody knows who they are. I know a whole lot of people in Black Lives Matter, a whole lot of people who started it and who were leaders in it. Not a single person knows who those people were that started that chant. (laughs) Those people were marching at the head of one of the parades. I mean, it's not like this pigs in a blanket frame like bacon is an isolated event. It's happened repeatedly. It's on video. It's one of their favorite chants. They were never connected to the march. There is absolutely zero, none, zero evidence that Black Lives Matter has ever pushed for anything violent, pushed for anything violent to happen to police. Black Lives Matter is about one thing. Stop killing black people just because you pulled them over for a park for a parking violation. I mean, the amount of disinformation, you know, you expect to see stuff like that on social media, but this is coming from a major so-called cable news channel, an actual operation of NBC, total and complete disinformation. Over a dozen police officers have been assassinated as a result of the Black Lives Matter movement and their incitement. What, nine were shot in Dallas? I think five or six of them died. Three were killed in Baton Rouge, a couple in New York City. Various other assassinations in the name of Black Lives Matter have happened throughout this country since the Ferguson riots. Ferguson also based on a fraud that Michael Brown was peacefully trying to surrender. Hands up, don't shoot. He's doing no such a a thing. He was actually charging at the police officer after he had already tried to take that police officer's gun. Here's another example of what Joy Reid insists never happened. 
Well, if you if you're you know a Black Lives Matter organizer and you say that's not supposed to happen, don't you uh, don't you try to shut it down? It's not like some people in the group are doing that. These are the people at the front of these marches. Here's an example of uh, a Black Lives Matter march going through the canyons of Manhattan. I mean, it's gaslighting, disinformation. This uh, this whole campaign is the most massive disinformation campaign probably in the history of this country. And the disinformation is not primarily coming from foreign in- interference. It's coming right from our own media who, who gin up baseless uh, scandal hoax against Donald Trump and ignore entirely this massive Hunter Biden email scandal with mountains of physical evidence. Let's run out a little break. When we come back, we'll take a look at the confirmation of a ACB right after these messages. Stick with us. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the timeshare exit hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you tried another company to get rid of your timeshare call and see if we can help you at the timeshare exit hotline we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone anywhere legally get out of their timeshare nightmare 800-741-9557 800-741-9557 that's 800-741-9557. Well, the Senate was in session after midnight last night trying to uh, to go through procedural motions to uh, to overcome a f- the filibuster and uh, and put Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation vote on the uh, on the agenda tonight. The Democrats can be expected to uh, to boycott that. I think they're going to do the same stunt that they pulled at the judiciary hearing and uh, not show up for the vote. Mitch McConnell is uh, just, you know, very sanguine about all this. He sees right through the Democrats' um, bullshit. And, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell's not the most fiery orator, but, man, there's a whole lot of truth in in, uh, every one of his floor speeches. Look. All of these false claims embarrass those who repeat them. But the most important point is this. In this country, legitimacy does not flow from the whims of politicians. Legitimacy does not depend on which political party makes a decision. Legitimacy comes from traditions, 
rules, and the Constitution. Our Democratic colleagues have spent months obsessively demanding that our president repeatedly acknowledge that the election will be legitimate even if he loses. But here in the Senate, here, with this confirmation process, Democrats are flunking their own test. So let me say that again. Democrats want President Trump to keep repeating that the election will be legitimate regardless of whether he wins. But here in the Senate, the very same people are saying that our vote on Monday will only be valid if they like the outcome. Our republic cannot abide any political faction making illegitimate a sloppy synonym for we're not happy. Well, of course they're not happy. Yeah, of course they're not happy. They did away with the filibuster with uh, on judicial nominations. Mitch told him at the time, you will regret that decision and probably sooner than you think. And now, man, oh man, are they regretting it? And, uh, and, you know, with everything that the Democrats have done over the years, beginning with Robert Bork, which became a, a, uh, a verb, borking a nominee by smearing him and destroying his reputation, all the way through Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh, they have landed in the situation. And now that's why you got Joe Biden says, we're going put to put together a panel to figure out what to do about all of these uh, these appointments that Donald Trump made, and, and as a result of the the uh, hell we have unleashed, Mitch went on to uh, to skewer them on their claims that the Amy Coney Barrett nomination was rushed. Rushed, I tell you. Some colleagues kept repeating the absurd claim that this is the mo- most rushed confirmation process in history. Well, Mr. President, that's flat out false. From the announcement of the nomination to the start of hearings, eight Supreme Court nominations in the last 60 years moved more quickly than this one. Eight in the last 60 years moved more quickly than this one. Then, from the end of the hearing to the committee vote, half of all confirmations since 1916 actually moved faster than this one. Justice John Paul Stevens is confirmed in 19 days from start to finish. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor in about four weeks. In the past, justices have been confirmed in one week, some in one day. There's no argument that Judge Barrett's nomination has moved at some breakneck pace. Facts are facts. The turtle hammers them. You know, I think I'm pretty sure that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's nomination went faster than this. And despite the fact that she was a, a radical ACLU lawyer, she got uh, a, a, a huge majority, including Republican votes, because in those more genteel days, if you didn't have some proof of wrongdoing, you didn't simply uh, bork a nomination because you disagreed with the candidate uh, philosophically because it was understood that the president made the nomination as a 
a result of having won the election. And that's what's going to happen here. And RBG must be looking up at this whole process, thinking she really screwed up when she decided not to go ahead and retire in the second Barack Obama administration and and leave that uh, appointment uh, to him. Are you watching any of this World Series? I have to admit, I I always watch the World Series. I don't watch a lot of baseball, but every year when the World Series comes around, I usually tune in. But uh, they they kind of ruin that for me when they open the season. With all of these grown men kneeling on the ground, most of them on both knees to the Black Lives Matter movement. And, um, and you know... Uh, I put baseball on in the background. I do watch baseball. I watch college baseball. I don't watch major league baseball. Uh, but I haven't watched a single one of these world series games. They're, they're being played in Arlington, Texas between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't even know who's winning now. I know that I saw something where the Rays made a, a big comeback with a, a walk off home run, but haven't been watching it before. Uh, you know, at all. You see, uh, I was listening on my drive up here to NPR and they had, uh, one of the stars of the WNBA, uh, come on telling the hosts that, uh, you know, basically their entire season has been about social justice. <laughs> well, I guess maybe they do social justice better than they do basketball because, uh, that league has never, uh, drawn much in the way of attention that they could probably go and get more fans based off a of social justice agenda. But in the NBA and uh, they had a massive collapse, the lowest to watch NBA finals since they kept records. And I think, think the same thing's happening to, uh, uh, to the world series as well. You have to wonder where are these professional athletes got the notion that the people that tune in to watch a you know a football game or basketball game or baseball game give a damn about the players political uh, viewpoints they're busy alienating their their own audience adam silver that guy that looks like gollum the commissioner of the nba says well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think he's seen the uh, the writing on the wall, or maybe the writing on the court. And uh, he said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna put this uh, social justice agenda on the back burner next year." Can't imagine the kind of um, advertising rate collapse they're suffering. Let's take a listen to my uh, my favorite nationalist balladeer, the America First um, cultural icon. Ryan Parker, and uh, see what he has to say about this. Well, wah, 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 that is not going to work. Wasn't able to uh, get that clip for you. I'll try to have it on tomorrow's show, but. So, where are we on this election? Where is all of this going? We've got about a, a little over a week till the polls close. Uh, they're going to 
they're going to uh, put a lid on counting the votes. Uh, they're going to find out where they are in these battleground states of in the upper Midwest, figure out how many votes the Biden campaign needs to generate to go over it. There's been a recent story by the uh, or study by the Claremont Institute and the Texas Poli- Policy Foundation uh, looking at what's likely to happen after the election. They say that on election night, the, the winner will not be known due to these millions. I, I think it's probably going to be over 10 million uncounted mail-in ballots in these six battleground states. And they say that given there's no clear victor, that intense court fights will result and that this struggle will uh, play out right up until the January 6th session of Congress. They say that uh, uncertainty could extend even beyond that and that uh, the decision is likely to land in the courts and ultimately to be decided by Congress, of course. That will be uh, this Congress, not the one that uh, is installed, I think, on January 20th. It'll be a, a lame duck Democrat Congress headed by Nancy Pelosi. The, uh, the Republicans hold the uh, advantage there in the number of votes because uh, the, the Congress will vote on who wins, but each, uh, each state will just get one vote determined by who holds the majority of that congressional delegation. Right now, I think the Republicans hold about 28 compared to 23 for the Democrats. The second report that I mentioned uh, is called Hold the Line, a Guide to Defending Democracy. And um, it's a how-to manual for organizing mass protests by the hard left, researchers, organizers, and activists. This report encourages people to assemble in clusters and to identify power holders they want to influence and then make plans on how to achieve their goals. Of course, they're talking about holding large-scale protests outside of courthouses and um, probably outside the homes of the electors. They're going to take the hashtag resistance right up to to the the post-election decisions. And you can bet that there's going to be violence breaking out and what this uh, report really shows is that they're they're pre-planning how they're going to steal the election. Now I've argued that uh, you know because of this latest scandal with Joe Biden that the Democrat Party is is going to call off the steal because if they put Joe Biden in there he is he is not going to be able to even get started on his term before the scandal knocks him out of the box. He'll, he'll be the most corrupt and investigated president in the history of this country. He'll probably have to resign under threat of impeachment if, if the Republicans are successful in retaking the House. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now. I want to thank you for joining me. Sorry for the technical difficulties today. We'll try to get it worked out by tomorrow's show. And I hope you'll come back here and join me then right here on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Talk to you then. 
As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.